0: The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca.
1: Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Now your host, Terry Parker.
0: Thank you, Jen. Episode 164 is going to focus on some extremely talented East Coast ladies. If summer 2022 is remembered for anything, it should be because of the immense impact our East Coast female recording artists have had. All genres of music are represented and many parts of the world are taking note. This week's featured performer is Gina Burgess, performer, crafter, yoga instructor, music teacher. She is a sought-after soloist, educator, and music wellness coach. She's a four-time ECMA winner with the highly acclaimed group Gypsophilia and is one-fifth a member of the Jerry Cans, nominated for a Juno Award in 2018. And with all these accolades behind her, she is firmly holding her grip on the future. With the release of this brand-new album, her first album, complete solo album. It's called Is Now. And Gina will join us from Nunavut to talk about not only this album, but her very storied career to this point. And even both bonus tracks this week will focus on some highly acclaimed performances from two of this area's more progressive bands, both featuring acclaimed female vocalists and songwriters. There's lots to get to, so let's go. From the album Is Now from Gina Burgess. This is Anuri on Atlantic Access. (laughs) access this week. It's Gina Burschis and the album is now. We just heard a couple of pieces of music from uh, from the album No More War and we heard Anuri, the first uh, piece on uh, the album. Gina, first of all congratulations on this.
1: Uh, thank you so much.
0: For a lot of people, throat singing is kind of beyond the pale. It's kind of hard to grasp. It's such a you know, unique form of expression, you know, musically. Uh, but you've had a way uh, through this album to make it more uh, palatable, maybe, a lot easier for people to, to grasp, you know, with the arrangements and the different instruments involved in, in the work. So would you say that that was something that has uh, been something that you've been working on for, for a while as far as the arrangements are concerned or the kind of the vision that you had for this album?
1: Uh yeah, I think so. So um, most of these pieces were composed by me or downloaded, as I like to say, they just come into my head when I'm walking around or um, out and about. And most of them came through, well, in Nunavut or up in the Arctic. And while they were coming into my mind, I always heard the throat singing, the contemporary throat singing, with it. And then it wasn't until a few years into the project, actually, that I actually was able to have Cynthia come down and actually throat sing with me. Um, And it was the first time I had heard externally what I had heard internally for a good like two or three years.
0: As we stated in the intro you're involved in so many uh, different things. You definitely live your life through music and music absolutely lives through you. Uh, You are based here in the Maritimes these days but you find yourself back in Nunavut and Iqalawid is where we're reaching you. Uh, You're involved in a very exciting uh, workshop program up there, huh?
1: Yes, um, this is I forget exactly which year, but the 20-something year of the Akalawit Music Camp. Um, and I've done it a few times in the past, and it's been a few years since I've done it. It's a few years since it's been done in person at all. So it's all very, very exciting. Um, there's some teachers from the South who have come up, myself included, and some local teachers and instructors and uh, local junior leaders who are very, very helpful and inspiring.
0: And twenty years in the making, so obviously this generates uh, this generates a lot of interest every year. Hey, eh? you must have some pretty excited students.
1: <laughs> Very much, actually. Uh, one student said that she looks forward to music camp all year long, and then she gets to do it for one week, and then it's kind of like Christmas. She says, "It's done," and then you know you're kind of sad for a bit, and then you start getting excited for the next year. So that's pretty cool to hear.
0: Oh, absolutely. That has to be the coolest thing to hear. Uh, and it, it must remind you of your own personal awakening to music whenever you hear something like that. What was that aha moment like for you when that light bulb came on? Well,
1: I started playing violin when I was five. I grew up in a really poor community in a, a low-income family. And I just knew that doing this thing that I also loved to do was going to kind of be my ticket to a different space and a different place. And so I knew to keep putting energy into it. And I also had a lot of help growing up from my public school teachers, in particular my elementary school uh, public school teacher, and my private teachers along the way, the Maritime Conservatory um, helping me with bursaries, the Nova Scotia Talent Trust helping me with bursaries. So I always felt very supported to do something that I love and something that, again, I knew that I could make an income off of. Mm. So that's a win-win, you know?
0: Yeah, every time. Um, we're speaking with Gina Burgess yes. and celebrating the release of her new full-length album, Is Now, which is available now everywhere. Um, and we're going to get into what I believe is uh, can be e- face safely called the first single with the music video attached, uh, Ravens on the Roof.
1: Well, that's kind of funny, actually, because um, it's not necessarily my favorite tune on the album but when I approached Alan Sillyboy who ended up doing the, the artwork for the music video he was really interested in Ravens on the Roof and both of us actually have a love of crows and ravens and so it just kind of it made sense a really cool mix of a klezmer and Celtic and of course contemporary Inuit throat singing and then with Alan's artwork we have this beautiful Mi'kmaq influence as well Um, And that's important to me because living in Mi'kmaq and traveling so much to Nunavut, all of these cultures, and of course, being a white person myself with a Celtic background, they're all present in my life, you know, and I'm just happy to kind of put them all together and have something that other people also seem to enjoy.
0: Wow. It's the total package. So we're going to spin it now. This is Ravens on the Roof from Gina Burgess, and the new album is now on Atlantic Access. Burgess this week, and the album is now on Atlantic Access. We just heard probably my favorite called Green Grass. And, you know, I think what I like the most about this um, is how much fun it is adventuring through... Uh, this album it's almost it's almost like an analogy of jumping in a canoe or a kayak you know and you're just taking off down the river and you're not quite sure it's your first time on this river and, and you're not quite sure what you're going to uh, encounter on your way but every time you discover something new you kind of you kind of smile and you're kind of going wow that's kind of neat
1: i've heard something similar to other people's um, response you know and and even myself actually when people say oh what genre is your music, you know, or I'm applying for grants and what genre? Well, it depends on the song. (laughs) Um, I've been really lucky to play with many different groups and have lots of different influences in my music. And it's a joy of mine to actually get to play these different styles, you know. So like I was saying before, some of them have this Klezmer influence on them. Some of them have this Celtic influence. Um, green grass that you just mentioned and i'm so glad you love that song and actually uh just being up here teaching music camps it's a really accessible tune for beginners to learn it might not sound like that on the album because that's sort of the full-blown version but there's many different ways to teach the song and pare it down 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 for absolute beginners to be able to play along so, I like doing that kind of thing so everyone can play together no matter your. But, Green Grass, I actually wrote after um, a bluegrass jam that I attended at Gus's Pub in Halifax. And I very quickly realized that um, I'm not a bluegrass player. I don't know how to play bluegrass. Uh, and the next day, the song popped into my head. And it was right around the time that Canada legalized marijuana. So, I thought, you know what? green grass we're going to call it green grass and it uh, just like a perfect
0: fit that is a fitting story to that tune i must say that just that just caps it for me that's perfect um <laughs> uh gina we can't you know we can't let you go without asking about your juno nominated uh, group the jerry cans which of course became a national sensation you know and uh are you still in touch with the other folks uh do you guys plan on doing anything at all and down the road
1: yeah, I'm still in touch with them, uh, especially now coming back to the Kaliwitz. I don't know what we're going to do in the future, to be honest. I personally had to step away to release this new album because we were so busy and I just have been sitting on this music now for a while. And I just decided to, you know, take the jump and have it manufactured. So last year, while I was actually doing my degree at Memorial in music ed, I decided to go kind of full tilt with this. Project. See what unfolds in the future.
0: Fair enough. Um, I'm reading through uh, a bit of your history and the people that you have. um, collaborated with, you know, over the years. And it's everything from symphony orchestras to the many types of musicians of the genres of music that you've been talking about here and that have informed uh, this album front to back. And it's, it's quite an eclectic group. And there's one name that really popped out that I really need to uh, spotlight on, and that would be Kanye West.
1: He was coming to Halifax to play a concert on the Commons. He was hiring a string quartet plus a harpist for every show, so every city he went to, he would hire a new group of musicians uh, rather than taking a string quartet on the road with him, I suppose. And so, yeah, I got the call, and I couldn't believe it at first. Actually, I thought, what,
2: really? <laughs> um,
1: and then, yeah, I ended up playing the string quartet, and we played with Kanye Sonic Commons.
2: Wow. And
1: uh, the highlight of it for me actually was getting to hang out with his mom afterwards, uh, his late mother and her and I watched the Rolling Stones together under a piece of plastic that we found because it was pouring rain.
0: That is <laughs> a, a sweet and amazing and wonderful story all wrapped up into one. Thank you for releasing something so bold and adventurous and daring. Uh, it was pretty wild ride listening to it.
1: Wow, thank you so much. Yeah, it's really new for me uh, being you know, putting out my own stuff under my name um, with a band that I put together. And so it's um, really nice to have that feedback. Thank you.
0: Thank you for taking some time for Atlantic Access today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Terry.
0: The album Is Now is happening, streaming everywhere, so be sure to check it out. Uh, Here's another gem from that piece of work. This is called SOS on Atlantic Access. The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. And our thanks once again to Gina Burgess. For more about Gina and her many adventures and social media contacts, be sure to visit ginaburgessmusic.com. I'm Terry. Thanks again for hanging out with us today. Bonus track time, also focusing on a pair of fantastic acts that have as lead personnel... East Coast ladies who are making an indelible mark on the world of music at home and most certainly abroad, especially with regards to the band Always, featuring a pair of Cape Breton ladies, Carrie McLean and Molly Rankin. They have a brand new album that is ready to go in October with a tour of the U.S. that kicks off September 19th in Red Rocks, Colorado. Not too shabby. Also making inroads south of the border and globally, New Brunswick-based Motherhood. We're going to hear a current single from their brand new album, Winded. This is Shepherd, followed by Always and Easy on Your Own on Atlantic Access.
2: Purse up on the stove top Cooking and I'm hurling through the rocks Until my yearning or the clock stops Working cause the path's not crooked by